Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with J.R. the Bossman and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the Bossman Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have them from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Doing great, just down here grinding. I hear that, coach. I hear that, man. I, 
and your grind coaches is, is just so wonderful. Seeing how how well you coached there, position position coaches here, your director of scouting at Auburn, and now you grind it to being a special teams coach, tight end coach. Now you're the head man. So coach, I told you we gonna make you the head coach full time, man. How did man make you feel, brother? Oh, uh, it was a, you know it's been an unbelievable journey, man. I. Uh... You know, I, I've always wanted to be a head coach, you know, and I wanted to work my way up and, and you know, learn from guys that I've worked for. And, um, you know, to get this opportunity at such a great place, uh, just really fired up. You know, um, we got off to a great start in January. And, uh, you know, looking forward to hitting the, hitting the practice fields this coming week for spring ball. Now, Coach, we've talked to a lot of uh, first-time head coaches over the years, and one of the things they always mention is that it seems like a whirlwind uh, once they get that job now is it a little bit different feeling for you because you had time uh you know with the interim title and a little bit of time under your belt as the uh, head coach there um so has, has it been a little bit easier of a transition for you or has it been kind of a whirlwind just like everybody else feels you know i, I could imagine if i would have got the head job at a place i haven't been uh i, I could really see it being a whirlwind um you know now it's it, it did come fast. You know, you got the interim title, and then when you get the full-time job, I mean, you, there's a lot of things you got to think through. You got to make sure you got right. But I think the biggest thing that helped me was just, you know, the many years that I have been at Georgia Southern and uh, just knowing the place inside and out. And, you know, I thought it made an easier transition for me. Yeah, Coach, familiarity is always a great thing, Coach, you know. And I feel like for you as well, the players know you. They trust you. And it probably helps you in recruiting keep guys on the roster and in-house not not transfer out, out of there because they knew you, trusted you, and they knew you as a man that they can look to and, and let and lead them going forward. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, um, you know, any time that you have transition, especially if it's somebody from the outside, you know, you worry about, um, you know, losing guys on your current team. And uh, that those types of losses for us have been very, very minimal. And, uh, you know, so it's uh, that's definitely something good. Now, you know, what I'll say is, um, you know, those guys, they really got behind me uh, when I got the interim title. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt there's, you know, two things that I know in my mind that helped me get this job. It was God and it was these players. Yes, indeed. And you know what, Coach, having God on the players on your side is the best thing to have because, you know, without the Lord, nothing happens. None players can vouch for you, tell the administration about how you are as a person. Coach Lunch looks out for us. He's a man of his word. He's a man of God. He'll lead us to the promised land. I feel like, Coach, that that helps you out a lot because having guys on your side always is good when it comes to having an administration trying to figure out who to hire, who not to hire. Yeah, it's no doubt it. Um, you know, um, the great thing about it, these guys started to buy in toward the end of the season last year. And uh, so that made it an easier transition. And, uh, you know, obviously I brought in some new coaches and things like that. So, you know, you got to get those relationships built with the new guys that come in with our players. And so we put a lot of emphasis on that in the early part of the year and, and making sure that, you know, we, we went out recruiting, but we were doing a good job recruiting our guys and making sure our guys understood that we care about them and we want them to succeed on and off the field. And, uh, you know, just uh, having them with their support at the end of last season, you know, it's been it's made it a whole lot easier going into this new year, this new era, uh, with everybody on the same page. Now, Coach, JR and I are always curious to know uh, when we speak to first-time head coaches such as yourself, you know, where did your motivation come from? Who are some of the coaches or individuals who you've crossed paths paths with throughout your career that have had the greatest impact on you uh, in your in your career, both personally and professionally? 
Well, th- there's many guys out there, and there's you know there's several that you know I, I could pinpoint, and there's several that I reached out to when I got the interim job. But um, you know, if, if I was going to pick two of them, um, you know, I spent a lot of time talking to uh, Coach Gene Chizik, who was the head man at Auburn when I was there, and then I spent a lot of time talking to uh, Coach Willie Fritz, who used to be the head coach here, uh, now the head coach at Tulane. You know, I've uh, you know, really respect those guys and the way they ran their program, their organization, skills, and, you know, just the way they led. And uh, so I've spent a lot of time drawing back things from when, you know, from what they did, but also getting on the phone and talking with them. Now, Coach, as you look at that uh, college football landscape, how do you foresee yourself marketing the program to, to try and keep that? Uh, there's a lot of talented young men in the state of Georgia, you know, keep them home. Uh, keep them playing in state and playing for you while going after guys that, you know, you could potentially target um, on a national recruiting scale as well. Yeah. You know, we put a lot of emphasis on our relationships with the, with the high school coaches in the state of Georgia. And, you know, we're looking forward to getting out this spring or, you know, all the assistant coaches and, you know, and just continuing to build those relationships. And uh, one of the big pieces right now is, you know, we, we did a lot during January, but, you know, make sure our doors are open to all those guys uh, but, you know, if you go back and look at it, you know, this, this past signing class um, of all the uh, FBS Division One schools in the state of Georgia, we had the highest percentage of, of, of Georgia players in our signing class. And uh, that's something that we're very proud of. I mean, you know, at Georgia Southern, uh, you know, if we stay within a four- and five-hour five, five hour radius of this place, uh, we're going to get good football players, and we don't really have to go much further outside of that. You got that right, Coach Lunsford. You got that right. We got Chad Lunsford, the coach of Georgia Southern Eagles on the Bossman Show down Statesboro, Georgia. You got to go down and check those guys out. Looking forward to spring practice, Coach, what are you trying to accomplish uh, with, with these uh, young men here? Uh, are you trying to set a standard for them early, build this foundation in your culture? And so what's kind of be the goals for you guys in spring practice here going forward? Well, obviously the um, culture piece and, and how we're going to run our program and all that, you know, that started in January. Um, but going into spring ball, you know, one thing that we want to make sure that we are um, kind of our, our motto or mantra this year is, is win. And basically we use that as an acronym of what's important now. You know, um, last year uh, not a very good season for us. And, and lots of times we would hang on things in the past and, you know, not really move on from it. And so we're talking about, you know, our process is, hey, we're going to learn from the past. Uh, we're going to work for the future, but we're going to live in the moment. And so, um, you know, it's all about, you know, getting their mind right daily. You know, all right, what's important for us today? What are, what do we got to do today? And I know it's cliche with all coaches that talk about the process, the process, but I think it's very important to this team that we don't get too far ahead of ourselves. I know last week our, our schedule came out and, you know, everybody was excited about it and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, we hadn't talked about it, man. We just we were like, all right, what's important today? You know, what, what as soon as we wake up, you know, what's the first thing we got to do? And, it, and you know, that's on and off the field, and we just want to make sure of that. But going into spring ball, um, you know, we're going to have a goal each and every day. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a team meeting each and every day, and we're going to say, hey, this is what we're working on. This is what we're going to do. And um, so we're not going to get too far ahead of ourselves, and we're going to make sure daily that we know what we're trying to be prepared for. Well, Coach, 
coach. I don't believe it's cliche at all, coach. As a leader, like I'm leader of this radio, of this, uh, radio show in this, in this station here. So I have to set a tone and a process. So I'm with you. I believe in the process day by day, daily touch points, setting the goals for the day. So for John and myself and my staff, it's not cliche because they know me from, from, from day one, hour one, I'm setting the standard for you from when we get in this building. Yeah, there's no doubt. And what's important for for us is if we're going to do it that way with our guys and, and we're going to make sure that we we as coaches have to be organized every day, you know, from the strength coach to the trainer to the equipment manager, you know, to everybody that touches them. You know, we got to make sure we got everything in line and in order. So we're doing a good job of making sure that we're, you know, one step ahead so that when we start to communicate the message, it is very clear, very concise, and our players can, you know, take it and run with it. Now, Coach, looking on the field a little bit now, uh, as we go into the 2018 season and beyond, have there been any rules that have stuck out to you that you'd like to see the rules committee look at, maybe instituting new rules or, or make uh, existing rules better? Um, that might help the game as far as, uh, you know, from a player's perspective on the field, a fan's perspective watching the game, a coach's perspective on the sideline. Is there anything that you that you touch on or tweak? You know, I, I hadn't put a lot of thought into that. You know, I'm I'm the type of guy, man, when they when they decide, you know, which way they want to roll with it, I just make sure that we're coaching it so that we, you know, don't make the mistake or we take advantage of the rule and making sure that we are, you know, uh, doing what we need to do. If if I had to pick one, you know, probably the biggest thing is the, the targeting foul. You know, I think that's that one is tough. You know, um, I, I do like the fact that they get in a position that they can replay it and then they can make sure on it and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I just think, you know, you got to really look at it. you got to really look at it closely because lots of guys, man, sometimes it's just a it's a reaction. It's, a, you know, it's, it's just instinct. And so, you know, it, that can directly affect the game when that thing happens. I mean, if it happens in the second half, now you've lost your player for the first half of the next game. And, you know, I don't know if there's a good answer to it, but, I, you know, I would like to see where we could, you know, um, you know, fix that thing a little bit so that, you know, if, it, if it's one of those deals where it's not intentional and it's not, you know, anything that's just a violent nature that, you know, was done on purpose, you know, not, not punishing them as, as much, you know. So, um, you know, I, I don't know the right answer, but I would, you know, I would say being able to look at that and make that a little bit better would, would be something that would help. Yeah, see, for that one, I always thought that they should do a graduated penalty on that one because it is such a subjective uh, call. I mean, there, there's plenty of times where in the course of action you're going to have helmet-to-helmet contact, and it's, it's incidental, like you said. It's not to say it shouldn't be penalized so the, the, the young men learn not to take that action next time, like maybe get themselves in a better tackling position. But at the same time, like you said, you might lose a player, even if you lose them in the first half, if it's a key guy on your defense, I mean, that's, you know – that, that could that could have a huge impact on the game. So I tend to agree with you on that one, Coach. I always thought it should be a graduated penalty, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, I wanted to get in with you a little bit about your, your typical day as the head coach. Now, have you seen it change a little bit since you've been, you know, lost that interim tag? Or are you just rolling on same, uh, same modus operandi as you were before, nothing's changed, or, or has there been a little bit of shift now that you have that stability behind you? Um, I still try to work the same way. I'm still the same dude. I try to put a to-do list together, you know, the night before um, I go to bed so that I'm ready to roll the next day. But 
honestly, being the head man, I pull out that to-do list, and then things start going, you know, uh, uh, opposite directions sometimes. And so, you you know, you kind of got to roll with the punches on that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, and a lot of that was because of early on. And then, you know, as, as everybody started understanding what we were wanting, what we were doing, the process, and, you know, making sure the staff was on the same page, you know, days have become a little bit more normal now. Um, and then you're able to, you know, kind of attack those things. And um, I gotta, I gotta practice exactly what I preach, you know, to our guys. If I, if I'm gonna say, hey, what's important now, you know, that's that's the same thing. Because it's very easy for me to get six and seven months down the road, uh, just trying to think about things. But you know, sometimes you gotta step back and say, all right, let me make sure I take care of what's important today, and then I can move and, and work toward the future when it when it's time. Coach Lunsford, I tell you what, man, we're happy for you down there in Statesboro, Coach, and we're going to have you on the show again real soon. We want to definitely touch base with you before spring ball started. Glad you're our first coach of the year on the show, man. You're the first one for this year, Coach, so we're glad you was our maiden interview of this year for college football, man. <laughs> man, I'm excited. Appreciate y'all having me on, man. And uh, Anytime, I'd love to spread the word about Georgia Southern anytime I can. Yes, indeed, Coach. Coach, you take it easy. Talk to you real soon, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. As Georgia Southern people on the Bossman Show, check them out. We out. football season is fast approaching and if you're looking for an edge this season you need to contact the guys at draft day consultants the concept is a simple draft day consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts who then guide you through your draft whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft draft day consultants has you covered every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds even thousands of mock drafts thanks to this year-round research and analysis the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Nikki, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis.